Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. My name is Lisa Keaton. I'm following what God is doing here in a ministry called Revelation Wellness. And you can find out more about us at our website, revelationwellness.org. Uh, what you're about to do here is an extension of our RevWell TV, which is our online workout program. So right now, I guess you're kind of online, maybe. More mobile than anything else, probably moving from place to place, which I like movement. You found the right audience here hanging out with us. But you can get workouts at our um, resistance training, boot camp, um, circuit, dance, whatever you like to do that may be more organized structure, uh, that those are there. So please check those out. We'd love to have you participate to the fullness of this ministry. And you can do so with a $10 tax-deductible donation a month. It's kind of our offering our gift back to you. It's for those that want to partner with us on mission. And it's our desire to use fitness as a tool. Fitness as a tool. Everyone say that right now. Fitness is my tool. <laughs> right? Fitness is the tool to spread the gospel message. And it starts inside you. We want to see the gospel message be built up inside of you. Because the world doesn't need more words. It needs to see evidence that God is who he says he is. And it does start with us. So it's not easy. It's not perfect. Uh, you're probably going to make more mistakes than you would like to. But thank God for his grace, his humility. Uh, he humbles himself to us. We humble ourselves to him and he continues to give us the grace we need. And it says in scripture that he exalts the humble, which is really important here, especially when it comes to fitness. If we're not humble about our physical our physical thing if we're not humble about the things that we can control be careful <laughs> it tends to mean we're just going to be really uh, prideful about the things we can't control because those are the things that uh, confuse us or scare us and let's just be honest let's just all take a minute if we're really honest we have fear we're afraid I just there's just no way around it you're afraid and that's the one thing God's love does is it his perfect love pushes out the fear so that you can make right decisions, the best decision for you, whether you eat or drink or whatever you're doing to the glory of God. So today we are going to press into scripture from Romans 14, and that's what we do in revving the word. It means that we, we, we move our bodies. So right now you're probably moving it. You can do that. Get it going a little bit. Just get it warming up um, on a scale of one to 10. We are going to do intervals today. So you're always welcomed into them. They are structured today. I actually, this is kind of a more of a researched workout in intervals. So come on in, do what you can. It's going to have moments of not of displeasure, <laughs> which is when we get to that level eight, nine, ten, right? Anything below an eight, seven, you're working comfortably, but you're working. A seven is if you are going to go for a, like a, an hour, two hour workout. I can do it at a seven and I could even be done at a seven. I don't ever really feel the sting of anything. That's what happens at eights and above. And so we will come down into the five, six, seven, but we will hit the eight, nine, ten. Okay. So right now you're, I hope you're just like a five, a four, a three. You're just enjoying life. Okay. So today in Romans 14, here's what matters to me, or at least things I kind of, you know, we, we, we teach what we know or what we feel the Holy Spirit's impressing upon us or what we're seeking knowledge of from the Lord for. There's one thing that is uh, discouraging is when we see, um, dis when we see fractioning, when we see, uh, 
what's the word now? I can't even think of it. Breakup, splits, um, things that, you know, God is in, I love when it says, hear, O Lord, uh, hear Israel, I am one. I, your God, am one. That oneness means that wholeness, that gathering of one thing. That's why we're the body. We work together as one. But the truth is it's hard to do that when we have such diversity. We have all have backs around different stories and we see things split up. We see marriages break up. We see relationships break up. We see things break up. And I can just, I, I believe it's a mark of the enemy because it's not who God is. And can God restore all things? Absolutely. But I think we can avoid, I know Romans 14, it's one of those when you feel you're at odds with somebody else, there is differences. And those differences are rubbing up against someone else's differences. Romans 14, I used to think, I think I've just studied it so much more in depth now I understand. It means there's a, there's a, a posturing here uh, that makes sense to how we know God is at the center and whatever God is at the center of, it holds together. But if God's not at the center, um, we will see fraction. We will see churches break up. We will see, see things split and divide and ugh, we hate it. Amen. I can't stand it. But yet, we're, as we're following God and honoring God, um, things happen. And I just kind of want to, hoping today I can talk to you before the breakup happens, before maybe some of you feeling like ending your marriage, maybe some of you just feel like giving up and fracturing off that thing, just breaking off that thing. Well, I think um, Romans 14 and take, please take some time to self-study will help you to stay consistent, steady, steadfast, patient on what God is doing. But first we got to confront ourselves and look at our own heart. Okay. All right, so let's do that. You're going to get your body moving in three, two, one, go. So, we have our scripture, like I said, from Romans 14. Um, this is one that it starts with the title of Do Not Pass Judgment on One Another. Right? Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense because we know that judgment can cause division. That's the word I was looking for. Division. <laughs> so we can feel like we're not moving towards one another and actually apart. We want to just cast out that religious spirit. So God, we welcome you here, Father. Fullness of who you are, God, right now as we move our body, and more importantly, God, we want to move your word. We want to pick it up. It feels heavy sometimes, and sometimes it feels really comforting, but whatever it is, God, we want to move it. We want to activate your word in us. We want to take it in, and we want it to become part of us, God. We want it to change our mind. We want it to renew our mind. So, God, that we would not leave here the same. Everyone say that, God. I don't want to leave this podcast the same. Change me. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Right now, you're just a five, six. You're going to spend seven minutes getting towards a seven. How about that? A seven minutes getting to a seven. Then we're going to start our visitations of the eight, nines. 
intends in the intervals. Alright, so now that the body knows what it's about to do, prepare the mind. Relax your shoulders. I want you to assume a posture of strength. So maybe you have to take speed out. But whatever you're doing, you're moving strong and intentionally. Totally hold, not afraid, no fear. All right, so here we go. I am not gonna read all of Romans 14, although I could. I think sometimes our brain gets too much information. Please, read the rest today. Come on, no excuses, you're on your iPhone right now. You have an app, download it. This is your training assignment. You will go back and read through Romans 14 today. We do not want to be people that are just solely dependent on someone else to feed us. Oh, no, no. You got to get after it. Get hungry for it yourself. So right now, I just release on you a spirit of hunger. You are hungry for the Word of God. More than you are real food. More than you are ice cream. <laughs> Come on, you know it's the deepest, healthier place of your life. All right, here we go, Romans 14, 1. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. There we go, see, that's about the divisions that happen. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains. And let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. For God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? That means somebody that's working for someone else. It is before his own master that he stands or falls. And he will be upheld for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as a better than another while another esteems all days alike. This is talking about the Sabbath. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day, observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord. Since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. But to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. I'll stop right there. Well, but I could keep going. Maybe I will later. So do we see from the very moment there, there's some dissension, there's some separation. There's, there's a contradiction in opinion. Okay, one eats meat, what does, one doesn't eat meat. One abstains from one day, one abstains from another day. 
Now here's the thing, friends. The first question you've got to ask is the thing that I'm quarreling about, the thing that's in the middle of all this, or whatever the subject, the desire, because that's what James tells us. What causes divisions among us are the quarrels within us, or the desires within us. So we all have them. That's why it gets messy. Church gets messy. Because we all have these difference of opinions, desires in us. But here's the first question, because he says this, Paul says, that the one who observes it does so to honor the Lord. First question is what I'm wanting, what I'm believing in, honoring to God. Whatever I'm doing, participating, whatever someone's coming with to me and saying, hey, I'm concerned. Is it honoring? Yeah. So then you go, okay, well, what's honor, Lisa? Oh, come on now. Honor is something that we, we, we say is valuable. We give value to it. It gives value to us and we give value to it. That's why it's very connected to worship. What you honor, give value, ascribing value. That's what the word means in the Greek as used in the Bible. Listen, push to an eight for four minutes, go. So now you're looking for lactic acid. You're gonna knock on the door of it. You're gonna, you know you're an eight when you can't close your mouth and breathe comfortably for more than three breaths or so. Maybe for a couple, but by the third, you can even hear it in my breath, in my pacing. I can only say a few words before I have to take a breath. Three to four words, I have to take a breath. Go for an eight for four minutes. Does this thing, how or what I'm participating in, what I'm believing matters? Am I, basically, am I fighting for something worth fighting for? Because only the things that honor God add value to your life, to your purpose, into the life of others. That's how you know God is there. That's how God is one. He's building up more value on the earth today. Now, it also means honoring something. I get that, I ask the Lord, give me a greater picture of honor. And for whatever reason, the picture of I think it's in every state. If there's a funeral procession that comes through the streets, right? It hurts with a body of someone that's passed, with a line of cars behind it. They get right away. The streets stop, people have to stop the yield. And honor 
of a life that's past. Oh, we're built for honor. We're built for that. And it doesn't matter if there's only one car or 200 cars behind that hurts. You honor. You take a moment, you yield. That's the next part of honor. It requires a yielding, a submission, a humble yourself. First to God. So that's when you can go to God and say, God, is this worth it? Is what I'm fighting for worth it? Listen, I had people try to stop me from doing this ministry. Some of the most closest friends and dear hearts, even my own husband at one point, tried to keep me from honoring the Lord. I knew God had called me. I knew I was losing my life to find my life. And I submitted to God. And I said, God, that's it. It's too hard. It's too difficult. If this is the way you, if you're trying to stop me, you better do it now. I will stop it. You better tell me. And you know what? He gave me Romans 10, or Hebrews 10, 36. That said, do not shrink back. So what, sometimes what comes against us is actually the enemy himself. And he's just trying to stop us. And that's where you go. All right, I'm not yielding to the enemy. I know that I'm honoring God here. Are you ready? 30 seconds. Go to a nine. Now, go. Come on. Nine. It is not comfortable or sustainable for more than 30 seconds. 10 seconds. Eight. Four. Three. Two. One. Pull back. To an eight. Pull back to an eight. But Paul's really talking about inside the church here. So if someone else is concerned, it's one of those questionable places. If people outside the church are coming against you, well, you can see that as the enemy. And at that time, my husband was outside the church. Ready? Go. Nine. He's talking about the division that's happening inside the believers. He's trying to contend for oneness, wholeness, saying don't judge your brother or sister if they don't worship like you do. That's really what it comes down to. All right? This person eats meat. This person doesn't. This person eats clean. This person's paleo. This person's raw. Pull back. Right, those, those are just, just bow before the Lord. If it's 1 
everyone's honoring God and what they believe is they're doing is honoring God and it doesn't it doesn't defame him dumb him down right then then proceed go nine if it does tarnish him if it even if there's even a question come on friends listen up revelation wellness community if there's even a question don't touch don't handle don't taste just walk away it's just appealing to your physical senses your pleasures walk away run eight for 30 seconds come on here just pulling back still shaking hands your friends with lactic acid hang on does it honor does it add value to God in his kingdom go nine last one last one come on come on pick up your knees lean forward at the chest a little bit just a bit until there's no more beat in this song nine use your hamstrings back body muscles get them in there Woo. recover three minutes 30 seconds go wherever you want to go active recovery in three and a half minutes you're gonna have to get back to an eight or they're invited back to an eight no half twos here get to All right, so you have to confront yourself first if you're being confronted by others, which takes me to the next point of yielding. Friends, when it comes to questionable actions, ah, this is a big one. If you're kind of like, I don't know, this, is, this might be questionable. If you're even concerned what other people might be thinking, Go to the body of Christ. That's why you need community. That's why God is, he loves church. Listen, church is messy. And yes, you will get hurt, but don't you back off. It's a beautiful thing. God will make it happen, but we have to stop licking our wounds. Church is actually there to some extent to expose the wounds that need to be healed. Amen? Come on. So if you're even questioning, you would go to someone that you know has your back. Just one person. I pray that right now, Jesus, that everyone who's listening, if they don't have one person, that they'll go to Redwell TV somewhere. Gosh, we're so connected, Father. Help them find and begin to build accountable community where we aren't people that just help each other feel better but get better in the culture of the kingdom your heaven on earth 
now. That's why I love you guys. You're not afraid of hard stuff. You're not afraid of hurting a little bit and discomfort. You are all about training yourselves up in godliness. And you're repenting of your expectations on people, your fear, because that stuff is the disease of your heart. You were made for freedom, love, power, peace, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. So you would go to somebody in that one person, and that was what I did have that. I had one person that I felt like I watched and saw the fruit of their life in the kingdom, and I asked them, this is starting to cost me my marriage to my unbelieving husband. Should I stop? Which way? Help me. Help me honor God here. I sought feedback out. Oh, there you go. That is yielding. A yield to somebody else. Eight. Get to an eight. Start going now. Listen, you're gonna do 50 seconds at an eight with a 10 second push to a 10. Then you'll recover one minute and then you'll do it again. So come on, pick up your knees, get to an eight. Now, if you're running, lean forward, lower your shoulders, swing your arms from your shoulder girdle, not from your elbows. Keep, there's a little bit of rotation if you're running, but not so much that you twist your hips. Ready? Go, 10. A 10, 10 seconds, three, two, one, one minute, recover. So honor yields to God. God, is there even a question about this decision? Would it, would it dirty you? Because you're holy, God, and you asked me to be holy. Righteous, blameless, pure. That's who you are, God. And you want to put all of that into me as you call me righteous, blameless, and pure. Is there anything here that might stain your name? Ready, set. Go, now, 10, or actually, I'm sorry. Go to an eight. Oh no, not yet. <laughs> you still got three seconds. Now go to an eight. Go. Get back towards an eight. Yielding, honor God. God, I bow to you. I value you above everything else. I value you. Give me you. I'm telling you, read Romans 14, it says, that's why Paul's saying it doesn't matter because each one of them is honoring God. So don't argue rules. 
what, you have to live your life that if everybody knew every action I take, would there be any concern? Especially if you feel, go, you got 10 seconds for 10, go. Go to a 10. Three, two, now. Finish one minute at a nine. Go. So it's not a 10. It's not all out best you can do. And it's not lactate threshold. It sucks. But you can do it. Because an eight can be held. And nine, shorter amount of time. Come on. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one cover, one cover. Recover, one minute. This is why we do our clean hearting challenge. And I think we're probably in the middle of it right now if you're listening to this. You might have missed the sign-ups, but don't worry. Keep your eyes on the website. It'll come around again. Because there are things in us, as James says, that we desire that cause quarrels among us. So let's take for the example here in Romans 14. Someone's arguing that this person's eating meat and that's not holy. And the other person's saying, well, they're not eating meat, so they're still under, under the law. And Paul says, listen, is your motive to honor God? And there's these lower conversations that we don't have to get hung up on as the church. So man, I will never stand in the way of someone who's growing more like Christ. <laughs> I want you to work towards an eight for the rest of this song. Now your eight may be changing, so if you're wearing a heart rate monitor, go with, go more with what you feel more than the number that you see. That's why I just barely ever train with a heart rate monitor. I don't want it, the numbers lie to me. An eight right now is honest for me. So do you see what I'm saying? Like let's say somebody takes their Sabbath on a Wednesday and then other people go, no, no, you have to take it on a Sunday. And the person says, well, you know, Sundays, it just happens that my kids have these events or whatever it is and Wednesdays just, I have the time, I, I can honor the Lord better there or I feel like I'm actually giving up more on a Wednesday than I'm a Sunday. Why would we argue? Is that that person's growing in godliness? And you know how they're growing in godliness? They're willing to give up more and more. It's true. Because to whom much is given, much is required. So first question, how does this add value to the kingdom? 
is it questionable? And if you don't know, if you if you could create your own argument of why it doesn't matter, like how I'm honoring God, next step, yield to others. Ask them. Put your defenses down and ask. Okay, don't tell me what I want to hear. Don't tell me. Take some time to pray about this. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm drawn towards. Here's the desire in me. Can I get some feedback on this? Cannot make decisions on our own, especially the bigger, higher ones. That's what I'm learning as I go, as God increases my reach. <laughs> I need to bow my heart more and more and more. Because leadership without submission is just dictatorship. That's why the best world leaders, they serve their people. Oh, they're the most beautiful people. Nelson Mandela. Come on. Willing to lose it for the sake of the people. Stay in eight. Stay in eight. Said he can't breathe with his hands in the air. Wayne on the ground died from a choke. Everyone, I think we're closing in on the end here. Listen, you gonna finish this? Nine, go. Finish, nine. What happened to the love and the fairness and the quality? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Lack of understanding takes away from unity. Yield to one another. Three, two, one. Nice job. Well done. The 30 minutes officially over. You can be cooling down, moving into a steady state. Let me read on to verse 10. Why do you pass judgment on your brother or you? Why do you despise your brother? For we all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me. That's honor. Every, every knee will honor me. And every tongue will confess to God. So then, each of us will give an account of himself to God. In the end, I give an account for me. All and how whatever I did, did it honor God. Even if I got bad advice, and I still now knew deep down inside, I don't know how this is 
it's questionable. Listen, I am not interested. I'm interested in your freedom. Right, it's what Christ came to give us. For those who set free, they're free indeed. Freedom, freedom allows you to navigate your course. It allows you to be your body shape size. It allows you to eat as you feel called to eat. It allows you to be called to the purpose, the vocation that you feel called to do. I'm absolutely about that for you. Because the world needs you in your design. It's what you were created for. But what happens with our freedom? Two things, it's much like losing weight, much like having a healthy body. Somewhere, because of desires inside of us that aren't healed, we veer off path. We take a hard right into legalism that battens down a bunch of rules in order that we can maintain our freedom. <laughs> We're so afraid of losing freedom what we now call our freedom, that we start developing these rules. This is, I'm talking clean hearting challenge here now. So we start developing rules, which is what's coming against the church here in Romans 14. Some people that say, go, no, you gotta follow this rule, this rule. You're, you're breaking rules. And the freedom people are going, well, yeah, we're kind of supposed to not have to live by those rules. I'm not interested in the rules, the laws. Or we take a hard left and we use our freedom to destroy our freedom. We just, we say, but I'm free. I can, I can do this. This is permissible for me. God gives me permission. I'm hearing from God. Listen, you'll know you're hearing from God if it's one confirmed by his word. You don't have to skip scripture or reinterpret it for your purposes. And even if you are, you could ask another who isn't interested in you feeling better, but getting and living better. That would say, I don't think so. Man, you guys, I can't tell you. I value the relationships in my life. Even more so the ones that have said, what are you doing? I, I see a problem. Mm, feedback. So get your feedback. That way, you aren't using your freedom to destroy your freedom, and you're not building checks and balances to keep your freedom. You're just honoring God. It's a humble submission. And I leave you today finally with the question of Romans 14. First of all, is, is this thing honoring to God? Is there any question that it could stain him? Don't touch, don't handle, don't taste. And the next question is how willing are you to yield for the sake of another? Oh! How willing are you to yield for the sake of another? There it is. There it is. I know so many women and men 
that they've been called to instructor training. They're like, oh my gosh, I think fitness is my tool to spread the gospel message. This speaks to me. But at that particular time, their husbands, their wives, their bosses, whatever it is, are saying, not yet, not yet. Now listen, these are believing husbands, believing spouses. It's harder when you don't have one that is seeking the voice of God. And that was my story. So it's not impossible. It has to be handled with great humility still. Both ways. Great humility. That's why I said, Lord, if you need to shut this down, go ahead, do it. Put every, make everything not work in my favor if it's a not now. Even in yielding to my unbelieving husband. But nothing ever shut down. If anything, things kept opening up. I had to walk. He was inviting me into the furnace. And the good news is, God will be God. Even among all these divisions and separations and fallouts and divorces, God will still be God. Perhaps we'll be able to look back and say, oh, I could have humbled myself more. I could have yielded. I could have taken more feedback. I could have asked more people that I trust. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. So, friends, If you feel like you're standing in the middle of things that are falling apart or you're being judged or you're tempted to judge another, you have to ask, are the, is the thing we're quarreling about honoring to God? And second, am I willing to bow myself for the sake of another to yield? And in the loss, you can expect to rumble. <laughs> You're gonna feel gypped. You're gonna feel like God didn't do the thing you thought he would do. You're gonna feel confused, angry. You're gonna feel the grief of not getting what you wanted. And I'll tell you what, that's exactly what needs to happen so you can be transformed by love. So proud of you, Rever. I'm so proud of you, it's not easy. It's simple, but not easy. Follow me as I follow Jesus. And then you'll just follow Jesus. Be one, honor God in everything, whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory, the value, the weight, the beauty, the bigness, the awesomeness, 
the fabulosity of who God is. <laughs> Father, take these words, make them meet nourishment for the decisions that need to be made today to your glory, to your honor, to your fame. Get your reward, Jesus. Get your reward and use us. Use me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.